Welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast. My name is Samantha Hearn and I'm the host of this amazing channel. I wanted to bring you a place where you hear from myself and other amazing inspirational business people on their journey to the success they've created. I wanted to bring you the offline journeys to the online successes that we see on social media. I want to create a place where you hear the struggles people have been through, the challenges, the lessons they've learned, the mistakes they've made, so that you know that ordinary people can create extraordinary things every single day, and that it's totally possible for you too. The Be Bold in Business podcast is a place where you are going to hear real, genuine, warts and all stories from some of the most exceptional people in business and how they succeeded anyway. If you are ready to show up in your business, if you are ready to be bold, if you are ready to learn from your mistakes, if you are ready to bounce back and become more resilient, this is the podcast for you. And me, Samantha Hearn, I cannot wait to welcome you, support you, empower and inspire you and share with you the stories that sometimes don't get shared online and give you this real refreshing approach on how building a business sometimes can be hard, sometimes involves failing, sometimes involves struggle, but you can still succeed anyway. So welcome to the Be Bold in Business podcast, and I cannot wait for you to take your invitation to be bold in your business too. Well, here we are again, another episode and another free masterclass. And this one I think is going to help so many of you. So the title, always what I do on here is tell you the title, run you through the five points and then introduce the guest expert. So the title today is how do you pivot and realign with your business? And you can take with that how it lands for you right now, but that's going to be quite key for this episode. And then the five things we're going to talk about with our guest expert are, how did you realize you're out of alignment? So that if that could be helpful for you, if you are just feeling like, mm, not really sure, is this just a phase, that type of thing? How did you realize you're out of alignment? The second thing, how do you keep taking action even when it does feel scary and hard? And this person's been for a lot of that. So it's really good to get perspective. How do you keep taking action when there probably is an easier route? It just doesn't make you happy. Then I'm going to ask this guest expert to give us a bit of an insight into how she feels now versus when she was taking the plunge in the hope that that helps you. If you are thinking about making changes or tweaks or pivots or realigning to see what it's like at the other end. Number four, why pivoting has changed her life and happiness. Again, sometimes we see pivoting as really negative or you only pivot to make more money or you only pivot to grow. But actually, it could be because you actually genuinely want to become happier, more fulfilled. And then the final thing, which I think is really going to help you is top tips if you are feeling that niggle. So that's kind of what we're looking to do in our session today. And before we go any further, hello, Lauren. Hello. Thanks for coming (laughs) on. I'm really excited to chat about this because I wish I had someone like me a year ago or even more than a year ago being able to share what I now know. Oh, 100%, 100%. So do you want to let people know a bit about like who you are and then we can dive straight in? Yeah, so my name is Lauren Clare um, and Pivot is my middle name. Um, I think during the last, let's say, maybe three to four years, I've done so many different pivots. I wouldn't even call this last one a pivot. I would call it a complete career change, which is basically what it was or a complete business change. Mm. Um but it was probably the best decision I've ever made um, 
out of everything else. Um, and I think I was the type of person that kind of did follow. I was a bit of a sheep in some stages of my business where if, if I saw something online, um, sorry if the dogs bark, <laughs> if I saw something online, um, I would kind of follow the shiny object thing. I had shiny object syndrome um, and I definitely do not have that anymore. Okay. Oh, he's going to keep barking, but we'll just ignore him. Um, and so, yeah, I am now a dog trainer and behaviorist. Um, and I run my own business um, in Jersey where I moved back to. Uh, but I have come from business coaching, social media coaching, photography, web design, graphic design, um, virtual assistant services. So I've done like everything you could possibly do in the online space. And now I'm trying to shift a very in-person business more into the online space um, to have a little bit more freedom and time for myself what's really good though about this is you have yeah you have pivoted a lot but you've also you have created success in different spaces so it's not like you pivoted because it yeah. wasn't working it was more it didn't align with who it didn't you align were. with me yeah, yeah no every single business I did great but then when I realized I was doing great about it I realized I wasn't actually happy doing the work the idea of what the life looked like was more admirable than the actual life of doing the work. Um, and I left corporate many, many years ago because I hated that. And what I found, especially working for myself in the online space was it was basically corporate, but you didn't actually have a team of people that you could joke around with and have fun with. And I needed that. And that's the type of learner I am. It's the type of worker I am. If I don't have interactions or I don't have like a physical place or thing to go to, I really struggle to hold myself accountable. And if I'm not enjoying something, I will not do it. I've quit jobs like at the drop of a hat because I just realized I really didn't enjoy it. I'm a very impulsive person mm -hmm. at the same time, but I will always give something my all. And when I realize that I've given it my all and it's kind of bled me dry a little bit and it's just not making me happy anymore, I it, it's not it doesn't take a lot for me to say, no, this isn't right. Let's move on. Or some people find it or see it as a failure and they think oh god I've tried this and it didn't work personally not that it didn't work successfully and it's not for me and they stick at it because they think it's the right thing to do and it's making them money and it's what they wanted for so long and you can get it in just general careers as well where you're getting all the money and you just stay at that job even though you absolutely hate it and you have a passion elsewhere um, I think it's really important that we do find our passions and and we we go for them and I'm definitely that person that preachy friend in the group that's like if you're not happy change your circumstances because I've done it many a times and now I think I finally found my sweet spot yeah that's so good and that's I think it is like you said it is important that we talk about this because there are so many people when you go into working for yourself it's very different it can be very yeah. lonely it can be really really a harsh new reality that you weren't necessarily expecting so having this type of conversation like you said could be really helpful for someone if they're thinking I like this bit I don't like that bit it's I thought it'd be like this but it's like this I want to do this I'm not sure I want to do that and then do you know what I mean there's just so yeah and someone actually asked me the question I can't remember who it was now someone asked me the question recently of um because obviously I was working and traveling a lot and that was working great for me and that's why I stuck at so many of these different things for so long because it was feeding my bank account that funded my travels and I think the question was if you didn't have the dogs um had you not moved to the UK and tried to settle down with somebody 
and you were still traveling, would you still be in like the online space? I said, I probably would be because it would be a totally different lifestyle. But sitting at home in my home office with something else on my mind that I'd rather do versus the actual work that paid me money, it was yeah one was higher than the other and it wasn't the thing that was making me the money <laughs> so yeah I think had my life gone a slightly different way then yeah I probably would still be in the online space but then it would have felt right and it would still be like feeding my soul because I'd be doing the travel side of things which I'm I don't do anymore I've kind of shut that part of my life away yeah because you've got the doggies yeah <laughs> well okay so let's talk about that then in terms of I think this is a really important question because especially now you know mental health and entrepreneurship have got a lot more of a relationship with each other and people are talking about this a lot more which is so important yeah but how do you how did you know or realize and what can other people maybe listen to and think oh yeah that's how I'm feeling how did you realize it was more of you were out of alignment than you just were bored or you weren't happy or you just thought this is just the same what's what was different and you thought this is more than just boredom or feeling like this is stagnant, it doesn't feel right for me anymore. Yeah, Um, I think one of the biggest points was I did a few really successful consecutive months. And that thinking back, like had I received that like a year ago, that would have been the most exciting thing to me, but it wasn't teaching my dog a new trick was or like some sort of progress that I'd made with my dog was and that the way that I was kind of like handling and doing things with him. And so I was bringing in like thousands of pounds every month for doing like maybe two or three hours sitting at my desk, but the whole getting wrapped up, going out in the pouring rain or like the the horrible weather was bringing me more joy. Um, So it was definitely that I'm also the type of person and we've spoken about this before where I'm very kind of I put my blinkers on and when I'm passionate about something I can only kind of focus on that which is where I'm trying to find the balance in it now but when I was starting to feel a little bit kind of stuck or unsure I still carried on and I carried on for another few I'd probably say the good part of eight months because I did think, oh, maybe this is just like how my brain works. I know this is how I kind of take in things and I learn um, and I kind of push everything to the side because I want to focus on one thing. At the same time, I obviously still had to make money. I still had bills to pay. Um, but every new client that I I signed in the online space and from that business didn't light me up as much as it used to, the way it would in my first year of business. And so I stuck at it and I kept going and I shifted a few things around in my business and I tried to spice things up a bit. Um, But still, I had kind of like this deep calling inside. And I thought to myself, there's no harm in me trying something on the side, like another side hustle off the back of what was once a side hustle and seeing where it goes. Um, And through that learning and that research and putting my work in with that, which was my my learning into the canine behavior and training and my qualifications, I found that actually I was far more invested in that. So I didn't completely with this. I think this is the one and only thing where I didn't actually shut mm. down the whole thing in one go. I kind of did it in a, in a slower mm. um, kind of phase, uh, but I definitely took a step back from the social media side of things and the actual promotion side of things. And I still had people messaging me. I still have people messaging me today and I never show up on that page anymore. Um, but yeah, a definitely a slow approach, but it was a case of my mind is always somewhere else. Mm-hmm. My mind is always thinking about 
what I'm going to do with my dog later or what we're going to train today and how we're going to approach this like issue or tackle this. And I'm excited to get on YouTube and learn about dog training versus create content for my social media and for my business. So yeah, my mind was definitely pulling me in one massive direction, but I knew that I was an impulsive person. And if you are an impulsive person, you're listening to this, take it slow <laughs> because I have made impulsive just decisions and choices in the past and it has backfired um and so yeah just taking a slightly slower approach um but yeah that was that was how I kind of I knew that my mind was just always somewhere else when I was supposed to be doing like a specific thing that was business related or even personal related I just didn't really want to do it <laughs> the other thing that's important that I would take from that is how different it was because you're right I think when you're impulsive and you've got an impulsive personality, that's more also down to boredom and excitement. Like I, I need something else. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you were saying I took this slowly and I really did my qualifications and I was learning, it's almost like the distraction. You're saying your mind was distracted. You've got Max, you were training him and you loved it. It was more, there was more care there. It wasn't just, this is boring and I hate it. I'm going to do this. It was more yeah. I need to I need to bring in the money so I'm going to be sensible but I really care about this I care about canine behavior I care about learning about dogs behave all of that so it's almost like this out of alignment for you manifested itself more in kind of distraction but with a purpose rather than just boredom and reaction yeah absolutely and that's definitely where a lot of other things I would say like always boredom but more just I always do things that get me to where I need to be. People call me like the, the go-getter of the group. And it's like, Lauren says she's going to do something and she does it. And it's madness sometimes, or it's like totally on opposite sides of the spectrum, going from business coaching to dog training. Um, but I'm the type of person where I, I put my mind to something, I will achieve it. And it, if I get to the end of it and go, do you know what? It's not for me. I'm not ashamed to say that wasn't for me. It didn't work. I'm going to pivot or I'm going to change something. That's just the way I am. And I've been like that my entire life. Um, so I forgot where I was going with that question with that what I was saying there but yeah um it was more about the business in the beginning was the fuel for the travel and then COVID hit and then the business changing the business and 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 up leveling a little bit was about moving to the UK so every single thing I've done in my business has had some sort of connection to my journey in my real life Mm. um being like a travel blogger to living in Wales to now moving back home like it's always kind of had some sort of connection to where I wanted to be location wise (laughs) yeah I love that okay so this is a good question because obviously I you know we've spent a lot of time together and gone through this a lot of the hard heavy hitting challenging times but for a lot of people when they do and, and I was speaking to someone about this the other day we do settle a lot because of safety, you know, and, and we doubt ourselves. So it's, I, I call it the at least. So at least I've got a job. At least I've got clients. At least I can pay my bills. At least I'm at home doing, I'm not in an office. So we can very quickly then just say, well, I'm just going to keep doing this because at least X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So when you think about, because you are very bold in your decisions and you do go for it and you take that action and, and, and you are very good at that, that step. But how do you keep, if someone's listening to this and they're thinking, you know what, this is scary. You know, I don't love this, but similar to what we've said, it does pay my bills and, you know, it's not the end of the world and it could always be worse. And at least, at least, at least, 
how did you keep taking action whether it was doing this new training retraining not taking on new clients not posting on socials not promoting your offers allowing the money to dwindle or feel like it's dwindling how did you keep taking action to where you want to go when it did feel like is this actually going to work you know that scary realization of I've almost gone too far now from the old business that I couldn't come back and promote because it's gone so long but I haven't quite got far enough in the other one to take over so you're in that kind of like limbo how do you keep taking action when you're in that space it was really scary because I had a handful of months where I didn't have any clients coming in I still had a little bit of reoccurring revenue And then between that and moving back, I had no actual physical job to go to either. So I was kind of dry for a long time, um, money wise. Um, I think from all the different changes that I've done in business and all the different experiences that I have been exposed to in life, I know that, and you know this as well, that money doesn't drive me. It never has, and it probably never will. Happiness drives me. And if I have to sacrifice a little bit of money in order to kind of push the needle forward in the right direction than I will. Now, with that being said, I am extremely privileged and I am fully aware of that, that when things did get crappy, I was thankful that I had money in my savings and I had enough reoccurring revenue just to make ends meet and pay the bills. And then obviously when everything did kind of go a bit tits up in my life and I had to relocate back to home, I had my my mom's house to come to. So I'm extremely grateful um, to be in that position because I have no idea how it would have worked out. I probably would have just had to go back to a, a normal job a lot sooner than I did, um, which I did do in the end. But um, don't be afraid. That's another thing. Don't be afraid to shut down one thing and go backwards mm. because I did. I had to go back to my um, health and social care work, um, working night shifts, and I lost out on a lot of family time, a lot of nights out. Um, a lot of time with my dogs (laughs) Um, and so I had to make those little sacrifices so it's about putting everything into perspective and sacrificing the small things today that you know are going to reap the benefits in the future Um, so don't be afraid to go backwards don't be afraid to shut everything down move back in with your parents go and get the old nine to five job if you have to because if what you're doing right now isn't moving the needle forward we all know, especially if we're in the online space and we have come from other jobs that trying to do your own thing in your business, but it doesn't light you up anymore is a lot harder than going and just pushing paper for somebody else Mm. um, and doing a job for somebody else. So yeah, that would probably be my best piece of advice, but keep going in the direction you want to go, even if you have to take a few steps backwards. Mm, Someone said to me the other day, actually, which is really linked to this. They said, The longer you hold on to something that you don't want, the harder it is to be open to something that you do. And uh, and she was like, similar to you, she was like, I would rather have packed it all in and worked at Tesco's or had a bar job or worked in as a receptionist, take out pressure, pay the bills. But energetically, now I'm available for the thing I actually want. Yeah. So it's kind of exactly what I did, which is good. It's it's good to say that, though, because I do think it's true. People have this fear of failing or going backwards. But sometimes you have to go back to come forwards and to energy almost to energetically reset. Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I kind of like ghosted and went offline and did nothing. Um, 
Uh, it was actually quite nice though because I've started using that other account now as like a personal account and so many people message me and they're like where have you been we miss you which is such a nice thing to hear considering you weren't really like lit up during the end of it and you weren't really enjoying it anymore and you felt it all just being a little bit forced and pushed for people to be like we actually miss you in this online space and I was like well I'm over here now <laughs> so you yeah. can come and find me here but um yeah don't yeah don't be afraid to just go backwards I've done it so many times um because yeah like you said you need to your business if it doesn't light you up takes up a lot more energy than going and doing a normal job for somebody else um yeah. and then we yeah. can right okay this, this is a good question so I was thinking about this you know like before we were having this conversation and I know before we came on and I said to you you know so many people have these thoughts and you know by the time this airs we will have been a quarter into the year and and a lot of the time running around business can be quite anticlimactic you know like we we think that all of these amazing things and like you said even with your goals all these amazing things will happen but a lot of the time life just continues and yeah. there's no real explosion of endorphins or euphoria and it's just on to the next thing um and again we sometimes think that that's normal but i would love for you to give an insight into how you felt when you did first start taking this plunge and you didn't know where it was going to go and you did have to get a job and you did move back home and like how were how were those feelings versus how do you feel now that you've handed your notice into that job the business is now an actual business and you've got all your qualifications all of those things what would you say are the 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 contrast to the way you feel yeah this is a great question and my mum actually asked me after I'd kind of got back on the boat like the worst Christmas and new year of last year um, and all the kind of dust was starting to settle and I'd just gone and spoke to my old boss who'd offered me um, a full-time job again and when I came back home I sat on the couch and my mum said how does that make you feel and I was like I feel like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders I never thought I would be saying I am so grateful and so happy to be going back to a job that I was so desperate to get out of mm. um, it was just the best feeling ever um, it didn't feel I think that was also as well because of everything that was going on in my life so it wasn't just about the business there was a lot of personal things going on as well but it definitely did feel good and I think a lot of people think it feels maybe like sad or you might feel like a failure but actually I had really positive emotions and feelings towards that that um, move um, and it was obviously what I needed to do at the time it's now not something I need to be doing anymore because I have handed my notice in once again to my old boss um, because within a year it, it's all come together but yeah it was such a good feeling even though like I said before I did go a few steps backwards it just felt really it felt more freeing madly enough and mm. um, it felt freeing to know that I didn't have to worry about money coming in or like have to do anything really like to push like stuff out on social media and send emails to people to get money it was a case of I was going to go do a job that I loved anyway that I was really good at and that I knew what to do and I was going to get paid for it um so that felt really good um and what was the second half of that question how I feel now yeah I feel epic right now um I'll be honest, I didn't think that this business would take off as quickly as it did. I started in February, so I took January to myself to kind of let everything fall back into place again, being back home. But I can't believe from if I'm looking at like my financial forecasting of like where I was in February versus where I am now, 
I genuinely didn't think I'd have been able to quit my job this soon, um, just in less the space of less than a year. Um, it's, and I was thinking about this in, in the car earlier, I work way more hours. I have a hundred more clients. I charge much less. I'm constantly busy. I'm rushed off my feet. However, that is the life that lights me up. That is the life that fuels me to keep going. Um, and so, yeah, it just feels really good. And some people will be like, what? You're mad. You've given up like working like five to 15 hours a week in the home and the comfort of your own office, not having to go anywhere to literally living out of your car, running around covered in like dog poo, dog mud, being bit by dogs, being attacked by dogs. Um, and I just love it. It's the type of life that lights me up. And so if you're feeling like that, although you've seen something or the idea of something and you've gone after it and you've gotten there and gone, this really isn't making me happy anymore. I prefer to either be more busy or I prefer to have less money um, and do something else that I really enjoy. Don't be afraid to admit that first to yourself and also to, to other people and don't let other people tell you like that you're mad or that um, you should be super grateful for what you have because of how far you've got it to. If it's not making you happy, it really doesn't matter and it shouldn't be part of your life. Um, so yeah, a lot of people think I'm crazy with the amount of workload that I take on now um, and do a full-time job on top of that in the evenings, but it's what makes me happy at the end of the day. Um, and I'm actually more, I would say like revitalized, even though I've got less time than before. For you, that's a big indicator because when you had all the time and you just didn't do it, Oh, I know. I know. I made so many excuses for myself because it genuinely just I just didn't want to bring in the clients because I didn't want to keep the business going. So I was making all these other excuses for myself. Um, whereas now my excuse is I have no time. <laughs> yeah, now you are fully booked. Yeah. But yeah. What would, what would you say then? I think that's such a also to really highlight. Sometimes getting support, whether that is from a job or a partner or going backwards or yeah. whatever it might be, is actually more freeing and liberating than we believe it to be. You know, we have this illusion like, oh, shit, everyone's going to judge me. And no one cares, do they, really? They no, just literally no one gives a crap except oh. for you. So just get yeah. over yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. OK, so and I like this, though, because you're right, actually, if people are listening in terms of like pivoting or realigning, like what? How then, and I know we've touched on it, but when you do think about this idea of pivoting and this idea of complete, well, and for you, it wasn't, it's a complete career change. You've moved location, you've moved business, moved ideal client, everything's different. How has that impacted your, the, my original question, I'm going to change slightly, but how has it impacted your relationship being a business owner, you know, like to, to doing something like this now, having this pivot, for example, someone could be listening to this and they might be a business coach, but what they really want to do is um, EFT and therapy, or you've got someone that's a yoga instructor, but what they really want to do is, you know, Reiki. I don't know, like all whatever the person yeah. is, and they've got this idea. Changing and doing something completely different. One, how has it changed your happiness in your life? But two, how has it changed how you view being a business owner? Oh, that's a good one. I have to say, I definitely um, respect my boundaries a lot more. 
Uh, and I genuinely just think that is due to the work that I do and the hours that I do now. It's a lot more. Whereas before, if somebody was messaging me like in the middle of the, the night, because obviously the time difference, a lot of my clients are in America and Australia. Um, I would literally be like picking up my phone, just trying my hardest. I almost tried too much, tried too hard. And so I do have my strict kind of boundaries now. I do have my guidelines in place. And it's like, this is how I operate. Um, and if you like it, great. And if you don't, bye-bye. <laughs> I'm very kind of blunt with that um, now and um, versus in the older business. So I definitely have a lot more respect um, for myself and my business as I've kind of moved. And I think it is because it does bring me joy. Whereas before it was almost like I need to be doing this because either one, someone online is telling me to do it or everybody else is doing it, or I need to almost validate what is happening here. Whereas now it's like, no, this is how I do things. This is why I do things. And you can either get on board or yeah, um, not at all. Uh, I'm also very good at like not touching my emails out of hours and not replying to people on a Sunday, which is normally my day off and, and just putting, putting that yeah, like boundaries that that was a big one for me um, in the other business where I would I'd also just say yes to everyone. Mm. Um, and now I don't do that either, because if you don't align with how I'm going to do things or the approach that I want to take or you're not going to be serious about it, um, I don't have time for you either. Um, so I'm definitely I don't even know if I'd use the word strict. Mm. but I'd say it sounds like there's a lot less fear, you know, like the old business, you almost didn't trust that it would work. So you're like doing it yes. all everything was coming from like a place of fear or like scarcity of, Oh my God, I don't know when my next client is coming. So I'm just going to say yes. And I'm going to do all the bells and whistles to make this person happy. Even if they pay me late, <laughs> whereas now it's a totally different approach. Um, I'm very, I would say a, a lot more professional. If you think of the grand scheme of things of like big companies, like people, when I worked in a nine to five, I wasn't on my emails like after six o'clock on my phone and I wasn't, um, emailing clients and agents like out of hours or picking my phone up on the weekend. And I try my hardest not to do that. I mean, yes, I do slip up sometimes because I love what I do, but it's not coming from a place of fear um, mm. or like I need to make sure this person is happy. It's coming from a place of I genuinely actually just want to help this person right now or it's an emergency. Um, so, yeah. I think your, pardon me, your happiness. Absolutely. Yeah, like I'm not a morning person anyway. And so trying to get me up in the morning is never easy. However, getting up now with the two dogs and going and running around in a field covered in like mud and, and going and seeing other clients and stuff and just having a really rushed off my feet lifestyle, I'm definitely happier. Um, and I've never once woken up this year and gone like, oh, I hate this. I wish I had more time or I wish I wasn't doing this or um, kind of like dwelled on. I've never once dwelled on the old business this year. And I think that's a massive thing to tell me that I am going in the right direction. Um, but obviously, I always have this niggle at the back because my friends know me and they've, I've done so many different things. And I recently went to a party where I saw people who I haven't seen for years and the first thing everyone, some of them actually came up to me and said, oh, where are you off to next on your travels? I was like, I haven't been traveling for about three years. So you're a little bit late. Um, and someone said, how is the coaching business going? And I turned around and said, I shut it down. I'm now a dog trainer. And they just, they actually started laughing. And, and I said, what are you laughing at? And they said, that's so you. 
it's so you to just be like, do you know what? I'm not enjoying this anymore. I'm just going to shut it down and start something new. Um, but it was like, it was a laugh in a good way. And we, we had a good like chuckle about it. So um, yeah, I've never once kind of thought, oh God, I wish I'd stayed doing that. Or I wish I just like put a little bit more time into it or I was still doing it. Um, instead, I wake up every day and I'm like, I can't wait to receive like my next client or I can't wait to go in and see a new client or um, a current client or even just train my own dogs. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. If you were to give, um, like we said, like if you were to now think about giving someone top tips, if they are feeling the niggle or maybe they're just listening to this thinking, Do you know what? Yeah, that's so me. But or I feel like this. But mm-hmm. what sort of things would you say to people that are maybe at the start of that eight month journey, like you said you were of kind of, you know, making these changes or seeing what else could be an option. Yeah. Do the small things, do the small things that you don't have to tell anyone about. If if you're like nervous of other people seeing it or finding out like family or even clients or or anybody in your online space um, or part of your company, like don't be afraid to just create a new social handle. Like that's what I did. Um, I started, recording um my training sessions with my own dog and and kind of looking at that um I then looked into doing my qualifications if you think you need to go and go away and learn something new in order to move forward you can't just kind of swap your hats over and boom you're you're a new business owner of a totally different niche go and do that buy the courses do the qualifications and don't be afraid to do it hush hush like if you don't want to tell anyone that's absolutely fine but just doing the small things also, and I'm sure everybody hears this every single day uh, with every single um, thing that we have to do as business owners, but just do it. Um, if I could have gone back and told myself like a few years ago, like just make the change or just make the switch or even just start the first business, because without that, I wouldn't be here. Um, I, I always think of like how my life led me to this point. Had I not started the first business, I wouldn't have moved away. I wouldn't have got my dog. I wouldn't want to do this. So everything happens for a reason. So don't be afraid and don't feel like it's a failure. Um, But just take those those small actions if you have to. Um, Because I find that taking the small steps is always a lot easier. Um, It is safer, but it's a lot easier for people. It's all very well and good saying, we'll just quit the job and like go on that six month trip, which I've done. And people are like, yeah, but we can't just quit the job we've got bills to pay etc and I was like obviously yes all in all in context it worked for me at the time um so yeah if people are out there saying like just make the switch like uh what's it like rip the band-aid off just do it just quit the job or just switch over sometimes that's not always the most useful piece of information just taking the small steps Mm -hmm. and trying it on the side and doing a little bit extra and seeing how it makes you feel um because sometimes it's kind of like try before you buy like give it a go and see if you genuinely do enjoy it um and I definitely found that the hard way training my own dog is very different from teaching somebody else how to train theirs and so I did take it really slow and I kind of put my my foot in the pond and gave it a go and again did a lot of free work before I even started charging for things so yeah if you can think of a few things that will make you feel good about it um as small as like yeah buying like a hundred pound course setting up new social media buying a domain playing around with a website whatever it is that can kind of move that and almost turn it from an idea in your head to reality take those steps um, and move that needle forward a little bit and if it doesn't work 
who cares it doesn't work and if it does then you've made the right decision and you're you're taking the steps now to make it happen in the future I think that's such a good piece of advice because actually a lot of the time people think that pivoting or realigning is like the big things like I need to do an announcement I need to tell everyone that I'm shutting down or but actually I I really agree with that and resonate with that doing it slow and steady but also just doing it on your own and deciding because there's no harm if you've got like you did you know it was eight months you still carried on doing the thing that wasn't lighting you up whilst you found out and did more of the stuff that did and then you're kind of not cutting your nose off to spite your face as it were you know like we're not burning all the bridges because that puts a lot of pressure on the new thing then and that's what we're trying to get away from you want it to be fun and enjoyable and give yourself time to see if it works rather than it being like right well I've I've got that gone now this has to work yeah yeah and it's funny you say that because from the day I've handed in my notice I haven't had one single new like request come through and in the back of my head I was like (gasps) panic oh my God, we've had like new people every single day and now I've handed my notes and I've had nothing. But I'm like, no, Lauren, it's Christmas time. No one gives a crap about training their dog. Um, Not the way that I do anyway. So wait for the new year. It's going to be fine. Like the business is stable. It's bringing in a steady income. You've got reoccurring stuff coming in. But yeah, your head will start to spiral. Um, Mine definitely did for a couple of days and I had to snap myself out of it. Um, But also if I do have a couple dry months, there's nothing to say I don't go and get a few um like night shifts or do some bar work or get an extra thing on the side like I I don't feel like a failure and I don't feel like that's a bad thing Mm. like if I'm like actually do you know what I just want to do a little bit of extra this just to kind of help make ends meet or whatever but yeah it's definitely shifted my mindset in how I tackle life in in a whole as well like business and personal and everything in between um it's not about what everybody else thinks you should be doing it's about what makes you happy and doing that yeah I love that and also you're the only one that does actually live your life you know people can give (laughs) opinions but and they do people will always give you the you're the only person that wakes up in your body every single day yeah exactly yeah and if you just don't want to do it just don't do it and if you do try it that there's no harm in trying it yeah um and seeing if the shoe fits Thank you so much for this, because I I agree with you. I think this is really helpful conversation because people do just get sucked into and stuck in situations, experiences that maybe don't light them up. And there's no one really talking at from the other side. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I was as well when it all happened with me was I was what was it that phrase you said at the beginning? Like at least. Yeah. I've got, yeah, that's how I felt. It was like, well, at least I have a functioning business. At least I have income. I have a roof over my head. I can pay my bills and I'm I going to bed with somebody every night. But in truth be told, like that relationship was rubbish. The personal life was hard. Um, I was away from friends. And so it was all like a combination. So I basically just decided very quickly, like, no, I'm done with all of this. Like, I don't care if I'm broke for Christmas. Um, I don't care if I have to move back in with my mom. I don't care if I have to go back to the old job. I just, I'm not happy anymore and I don't want to be here anymore. So yeah, it's, it is an important message because I know there's probably so many people, whether they're running a business or just stuck in the nine to five, start taking those small steps, start taking action, 
whether it takes you two months, two years, 20 years, like it doesn't matter as long as you're just moving that needle because even just doing the small things to get you to where you eventually want to be, that will bring you joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I felt the same way when I started the coaching business. I would sit in my car in my uniform recording stories to be visible. That brought me joy. It's not ideally how I wanted it to go in the beginning, but I made the best of the situation that I was in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still took took small actions to get me to where I eventually got to before burning it to the ground and starting again (laughs) yeah no I love that though and thank you so much as well like I said for coming on and having this conversation it's so important you're very welcome and I hope at least one person listening gets something out of it oh they will they (laughs) will and I'll put your Instagram handles on here as well so people can connect with you see what you're doing be in your energy and also just see the living proof of it which I think is important sometimes yeah yeah that'd be good amazing thank you you're welcome